0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. I hope everyone's having a great Mother's Day weekend. And if you have family traveling uh, to and fro, pray for journey mercies, traveling graces, angel protection. We're looking at Proverbs chapter 29, verses 15 through to 21 in the New International Reader's Version. It reads, If a child is corrected, they become wise. But a child who is not corrected brings shame to their mother. When those who do wrong grow stronger, so does sin. But those who do right will see them destroyed. If you correct your children, they will give you peace. They will bring you the delights you desire. Where there is no message from God, people don't control themselves. But blessed is the one who obeys wisdom's instruction. Servants can't be corrected only by words, even if they understand. They won't obey. Have you seen someone who speaks without thinking? There is more hope for foolish people than for that person. A servant who has been spoiled from youth will have no respect for you later on. Again, this is Proverbs chapter 15 verses, I'm sorry, Proverbs 29 Verses 15 through 21 in the New International Reader's Version, who gives it the title uh, "More." This is wisdom, warnings, and instruction. And the commentary titles it "Rulers, Servants, and the Fear of Man." I'll be back to share some thoughts for meditation and some insights that I've gained through reading through these um, through Proverbs 29 and the commentaries I use. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow. On any major listening platform, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and PodChaser. We're again looking at Proverbs chapter 29, verses 15 through 21. In the New International Reader's Version, we're going to read 15 and 17 last. I'll give you what the commentary, the insights and thoughts for meditation last because it deals with mothers. Verse 16 says, and this is one of Solomon's favorite um, themes, is that it seems like when the wicked are, are multiplied, that transgressions increase. But as righteous as the righteous, we will see their fall. In other words, the righteous must not despair, even in times of despair and desperation, because we know God is still in control. Even though it doesn't look like it, seems like evil is, is winning, we know that God is still in control. And then the uh, verse 18 says that when there is no prophecy, no message, no vision from God, um, it seems like the... Uh, the nation's well-being is at stake because we have no divine revelation. Without it, people make serious mistakes. and where there is no vision, no prophet to expound the law, no priest or Levite to teach the good knowledge of God, no means of grace. The Word of God is scarce. There is no open vision where uh, when this is the state, of of the world, of our nation, this is where uh, people perish because they're not hearing God's word. There's no one f- uh, from the pulpit letting you know to change your, wi- your way, change your lifestyle, change what you're doing, turn back to God. Or if you haven't met or uh, been introduced to God, let me tell you about a person who loves you and who wants you to change what you're doing. We need that and the story of God's call on Samuel begin by explaining that visions were not frequent in those days and that's first Samuel verse 3 chapter 3 first Samuel chapter 3 and in verses 19 and 21 is uh, talking about slaves and it doesn't advocate abuse of course but it's just saying that uh, in the ancient near east servants were a part of the household in which they worked, and they were viewed as the responsibility of their of the household head, and you know, in America's slave past, that's also was the case, and also the servant, if he's pampered, he's gonna you know have feel like um, he's gonna be another obligation to that the head of the household. He's gonna expect an inheritance, and in verse twenty. Solomon teaches us, again, the mark of a fool is that they have no control over what they say. To Solomon, uh, the man hasty in his words was a special kind of fool. A super fool, if you were. Lacking wisdom, his impulsive speech set him uh, beyond the hope of even the normal fool. And a normal fool is bad enough. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to verses 15 and 17. And this one is about children. Of course, discipline is important and because it helps us avoid folly. Not just children, but all of us. Discipline is, how, is the order of God's government. And for a child, the parent is the one who, who dispenses that discipline. Correction should be tried first. That means just saying, okay, baby, I need you not to do that. And if that child doesn't listen to just the, the voice command saying, I need you to stop, then let the rod, uh, that means if, if they accept that word, okay, you don't have to spank them. But if not, let the rod do its work. That means the child needs that, that spanking because uh, it doesn't mean beating again. It's not an abuse. It's to get a the kids of, of their attention. And I know in our household, we had some who, you could just reprimand and they'd start crying and they were fine. But you had the others who had to have that spanking or they just weren't going to be happy. And my husband said he had to have one every day. It just wasn't it wasn't a normal day if he didn't have a spanking. And then um, it says that a child left to himself, of course, is going to bring shame to his mother. But more than just his mother, to his father too. Solomon probably names just a mother because of our... Um, our tenderness of nature and that our kids will, they do try to get over on us. And in verse 17, uh, the proverb speaks of the importance of correcting and training our children. If we leave them to themselves, to their peers or to the culture around them and fail to correct them, they will be an ongoing source of trouble and strife, giving us no rest. But we can delight, um, when we have our children, when our children prove the comf- prove to be the comfort of our parents. And I can think of my son that's in New York now, that uh is the entertainer and he's taken us on many fabulous trips. That brings joy to our hearts. And our uh kid and I we have a son in Iowa, we have, you know, children in Houston. They do things that bring joy to our hearts. And we thank God for that. Good children are so. They give their parents rest. They make th- things easy. They free them up from the many cares that they had concerning them as we are rearing them. Not only does discipline help the, ch- the child, it brings rest and delight rather than shame to the parents. Let's pray. Father, today is the day before Mother's Day. We pray for blessings upon all mothers. Those who birth children, those who reared children that they didn't birth. We uh, bless the households. We bless the road of children who are traveling to see parents. God, I know in this pandemic, parents didn't get to see their families last year. Let this be a good year in the name of Jesus. Bless kids and parents and anyone else who's traveling back after Sunday's Mother's Day visit. And we thank you, Father, in advance. Amen.